The No New Friends podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. For the best in below-the-waist grooming, check out manscaped.com. Use the promo code NNF for 20% off your purchase. That's manscaped.com. Welcome to the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. Join Scott, Mary, Chris, and Sarah as they discuss adulting topics that may not be suitable for little ears. Unless you are a small adult like Chris. And then it's fine. Chris, this is funny. You'll like this. So I'm texting Mary back and forth. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna cook for Rachel tonight and all that. And I said, by the way, do you have strange news for tomorrow? <laughs> and she said, duh. She goes, uh, Winter Garden Man burns down house for cooking uh, first time in seven <laughs> first years. Time in seven years. <laughs> so then I try to get cute, Chris. I... <laughs> I'm trying to, so Mary's an it girl, okay? Uh, and I, I was yesterday years old when I found out what an it girl is. Sarah, are you an it girl? I wouldn't consider myself, no. Okay, Mary's an it girl. Chris, do you know what an it girl is? No, I don't. I was trying, I was hoping you weren't gonna ask me anything about it, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. I'm not an it girl, by the way. Well, I don't think actually. Maybe, maybe, you maybe are. I am. Maybe you are. I am. An it girl is someone, is, is, uh, Someone who is up to the trends, up to date on the trends. Like, oh! When the corksicle came out, they have the corksicle. Now there's this new like 44 ounce mug, and like all the it girls have. It. Oh, the Stanley. Stanley. Yes, Stanley. The Stanley. I don't get that. We both are like a Stanley. See, Chris, you are that. an it girl. Yeah, I'm an itish girl. Yeah, you I'm an itish girl. You are an it am, girl. I, listen, oh, and listen. Sarah's a Yiddish girl. <laughs> I am culturally gay. And now it's time for the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, Chris, and Sarah. That's right. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast, voted number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. If you'd like to connect with us on any of our social media, all of our social media links are right there on our website. That's nonewfriendspodcast.com. While you're there, check out our sweet merchandise and join our clubhouse. Become a friend with benefits and you'll be able to watch us record live as all these shenanigans unfold uh, right in front of your eyes. You can email us, nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. And if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, we'd love to hear it and we'd love to play it for our audience that's 407-906-0543 my name is scott i am the host with me as always the queen of denial mary what am i denying exactly i was just that's a queen of questioning the fact that you frustrate me before every episode starts I mean, I not every episode that. mary <laughs> everyone's favorite <laughs> food truck critic sarah hello our producer, Alex. Hey, happy to be here. And finally, he was the stunt double for the 1999 film, Austin Powers. He was the stunt double for Fat Bastard, our scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris. Should we just ask permission from those nice men with the rifles? If anybody gets this, I'll send you a $100 Outback gift card. Not even 50, I'll send you a $100 oh, Outback gift card. Um, okay, let's work on this together. I'll, I'll even give you the year. Okay. It's everyone's favorite movie from 1999. Oh, Austin Powers, the, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Girls, any, anything? Any last guess? No, guessing? absolutely not. Muppets in Space. 
Oh. No. It's a good one. Scott, so, I'm surprised you didn't get that. I yeah, I'm not going to lie. I uh, I do my research when Scott starts the intros. So I thought, oh, a movie from the a quote from the Muppets movie would be good. And there's no really good quotes from the Muppet movies unless they're songs. Right. So uh, I had to really dig deep for it. And I found one from Muppets from Space. I don't know if it's a good quote or not, hmm. but. Uh, it sounded any, good. Yeah, any experts on Muppets in Space, please call us. And, uh, and let us know. <laughs> right. Happy, happy April Fool's Day. It's a big day. And I'm sure everyone's expecting some uh, something to happen. And maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know. Last year we had uh, the guys from Diz His host the show, but we're here. So obviously it's not that. Sorry. So <laughs> we'll have to see what yeah, happens. Um, many apologies. <laughs> <laughs> but bef- before that, Mary, you know I've been with Rachel for like seven years, right? Y- yes. Okay. God rest your soul. <laughs> so I did something <laughs> yesterday that I have not done in seven years. And Congratulations. Scott, this is a family-friendly oh, no. podcast. Please do not. You all suck. <laughs> I decided to cook dinner last night. Oh, I'm so sorry, Rachel. No, listen, she like give me more credit than that. Come on. I love that you think that he cooked it for Rachel. What he means is he ate like 15 cheese sticks and <laughs> chugged four Bud Lights. Were the directions I from HelloFresh to your likings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh I got my $15 Amex Uber Eats discount. Uh, you know, my once a month. <laughs> I look at the 10. <laughs> so You know, I'm with you, Scott, because I did the same thing last night. Cooked for <gasps> the first time in seven years? Well, not in seven years, but it's the first time I cooked dinner. You know, I work at a breakfast restaurant, so breakfast is easy. Right. But dinner, not I so mean, much. I guess you could say I like cooked it myself because I, I put the hard work in, but I was texting Lewis the whole time. Like, how do I do this? Now what do I do next? You said seasonings, but how much of each seasoning? Like, I don't With understand. With your heart. Let your ancestors guide you, sir. <laughs> no, don't. Don't guide them right to the furnace. Jesus, Mary. <gasps> He's Puerto Rican. So like <laughs> the seasonings that I would put in, he puts in completely different, you know. Right, right. His is just a pinch where yours is a, uh, I don't know, smidge. I, I don't know. You no, know, it's it, not it, even that. Like, listen, I was making a very simple Italian dish. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'll put salt, pepper, Italian seasoning, red pepper. He's like adobo. And and put in like oh like, uh, oh my god his middle name though He's so Puerto Rican like, that's why I was texting him <laughs> sorry Scott <laughs> he must they must be from Southern Italy that's so Sarah goes to the grocery recipe. store to get this adobo and she's like Lewis where's it at and he goes it's right next to the Jesus candle right no, next to have- the Jesus candle <laughs> we have so much on stock in the house like it's not even funny. <laughs> Then you ask him, what kind of pasta should we use? There's no pasta, rice. No, no pasta. <laughs> yes. It's a traditional Italian uh, Italian meal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> With some flan for dessert. So, <laughs> oh. so Sarah, that was I was going to ask, because I, I probably can guess, who does most of the dinner cooking in your house? Absolutely, Lewis. Yeah, husband of the year. Of course he does. He is always. there anything that Lewis doesn't do? He needs a new logo, just a big SL. For yeah, Alex, Lewis. cut this. I don't want Emily to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> he does. So Lewis He's does super most of the husband. Cooking. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, super husband. Okay. And, and you know what's funny is everybody assumes that because we work in the restaurant business, like you work at like all the time. I get you work in the restaurant restaurant business. How do you know, how do you not know how to cook? How can you not cook? And I'm like, well, I know how to follow a recipe, but not yes. like a written recipe. Like there's so much practice. Like I do the same thing over and over again. I'm not creating anything. I'm not a goddamn chef. 
Well, I literally went into my management interview saying I have all of this experience, but it's front of house. I don't cook. I I barely know how to, you know, make ice, like honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So with that being said, they ended up saying, okay, well, it might be worth it. And here I know how to cook. We'll, we'll take a shot. And Plus, we, we need our token <laughs> Jew. Mary, I know you cook because you have the compote and the, the fancy stuff. Does, yes, does Mike do yes. any cooking? Is there a shared load on that? or um, Definitely shared. So we like take shifts basically because um, like I do the morning shuffle. So I do breakfast and then like prep lunches and then he does the dinner rush. Oh, the dinner rush? We, yeah, we split up the weekend. So usually- <laughs> I need hands. I need a backup <laughs> yeah, green bean. Basically, like if, if for some reason, like <laughs> yesterday, was it? Yeah, it may have been. I don't know. He's been traveling for work. So I was like, I looked at Zoe and I was like, the <laughs> the kitchen's going down. I'm like, I was like trying to keep up making quesadillas and stuff. And I was like, the kitchen's going down, man. It's- it was fine. I made it through. Yeah. So it's right now. It's just me. I'm pulling okay. doubles. Oh, open yeah. to close. Open All to these close. opens. <laughs> I, like who closed last night? What is this? Looking around the kitchen. I'm like, who did this? Oh, it was me. It was it's not me. the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> Mary comes around with a flashlight to check underneath the uh, the I tables do. to see if there's any crumbs. Now, Chris, we've already talked about this. On your night to cook, you definitely eat out. Yeah, that was actually tonight, and we had pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or on his night to cook, he he lets the meat out to fl- fl- thaw, but you know, uh, it conveniently it's not ready to cook, so it's. Uh, I don't want to cause out. any airborne illnesses. Uh, <laughs> well, good. That's good. really smart. Yeah, really I don't smart. want to start COVID twenty whatever we're on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we just order out and uh, just put the the fate in the cooks that I'm ordering from because you know. Uh, Which could very well be Scott or Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's is a lot better cook than me. (laughs) So here's, here's the story. And, and Mary knows like the first part of it because I was really motivated. I was like, you know what? I do kind of suck as a husband. I make her laugh. That's about it. And I don't even do that much anymore because she's just so goddamn annoyed that I can't lift a finger to do anything around the house except for the dishes. I do the dishes and I take the trash out. Anyway. Do you have a dishwasher? We do have a dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) He loads the dishwasher. I load the dishwasher, yep. And then leaves it in there until they need something out of there probably. And we have these special pots and pans that are like super easy to clean and we keep spending hundreds of dollars on them because I'm like, oh, look how great it cooks. But in my mind, it's I don't care how it cooks as long as it's easy to clean like you can left leave things caked on there for months and it'll just wipe right out no big deal so anyway i'm motivated i'm like you know what uh i'm off today i don't have to edit so i'm going to i'm going to go to the grocery store like which is already one gold star mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm going to pick out dinner and then i'm going to prepare said dinner and i'm gonna have it ready for her when she gets home Grand, you know, grand scheme. It's going to be great. So I, I go to the Publix. Can I ask you a question? Please interject. There were no ulterior motives. None whatsoever. Mary, Mary, I'm just asking. Th- how low know. do you think? I, is this how low you think of me? Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> so I go to the Publix, and I know that I I want to cook salmon. Why do I want to cook salmon? I know how to cook salmon. It's super easy to cook salmon. What do I do? I go to the vegetable area first. Does she like salmon? It would be oh, yeah. funny if you're like, she actually has a seafood allergy. Yeah, she's right. got a swimming fish well, allergy. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. So uh, 
So I'm like, okay, I know I want to get salmon. What goes well with salmon? Well, I'm drawing a blank I because I don't want to cook broccoli. Broccoli goes well with salmon, but I don't want to cook broccoli because broccoli is a little bit too complicated. The only way that I know how to cook broccoli is to put it in a little four ounce bag, roll it up, throw it in the microwave for 45 seconds, because that's what you do at chain corporate restaurants is you it's microwave true. the food. And you slab a bunch of that weird butter in the there. The weird broccoli yeah. butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, broccoli none, butter. It literally is called broccoli they, yeah, butter. None of which I had. None of which I had. <laughs> Oh, man. So I'm in the vegetable. Get some adobo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on seasoning. That was not happening. Like, this was going to be the blandest meal ever. Oh, so you made some real white food, right? White people food. Oh, God. Words are hard. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just, like, sprinkle a little cinnamon on there, some lemon pepper, just different things I find around the house. Cinnamon? I, listen, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm challenging the palate to new tastes. So I go to the vegetable aisle. And the first thing I th- see is like the real green beans, not the canned green beans, because I've got, I know how to do that. There's, there's 50 cans in the pantry. I wanted to get the real green beans. Well, the problem, Mary, is that the smallest bag is a pound bag. And I didn't want to put the pound away by myself. Look, half a pound each. That's too much. That's too much. You know, if I was cooking for Chris, then I would need a couple more bags for, for me and him. <laughs> oh, like he eats a vegetable. Yeah, I was going to say, man, what are you, what are you talking no. about? When, when I mean, when I say green beans, I meant uh, potato chips. Oh, uh, okay. That's more relatable. Same thing, yeah. So I'm staring at these green beans, Mary, and- You don't have to cook all of them at one time. You know what they're delicious in if you like use them like instead of chips with dip? I'm serious. They're delicious. Like just fresh. Like just eat it. Just dip it. Like in as it. a snack? Yeah. What kind of psychopath eats a vegetable as a snack? I do. And you know what's funny? You're the one with health problems and I'm not. That I know of. Did that we, you did, know did we, of. Did we learn something today? Okay. So It's just because you don't test for it. <laughs> that's a topic for another day because I do <laughs> want to talk about that at some point. So I, I'm looking at there and I'm like, I don't want to cook these green beans. There, there's just too many of them. So I'm like, okay, what else can I do? Mushrooms go well? No. So I start walking out of the vegetable aisle. I'm like, you know what? Let me get the salmon first. Well, I had one of those merry moments where like, you know, when you're walking in the same direction, you're walking towards someone and then you both move to the right and then you both move oh, to the left. No. And we're like oh, back no. and forth, not once, not twice, not thrice, but like six <laughs> times to finally I drop the cart. Like I'm pushing the cart and I just let go of the cart. Like I'm under arrest or something. And I just stand there in the middle of the vegetable aisle to which the manager like stops like stocking vegetables to look at my idiot dumbass standing there. Like she's got something pulled on me. So, Oh God. Mm-hmm. Oh God. So why'd you let go of the cart? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Did you push it? Did it go sailing away or did it it stay in front of you? It just stood there. I was like, it was super dramatic. You know, I had a handkerchief. I pulled it out waving the white flag. (laughs) Like like, it was this whole thing. So she goes by me and I realize, crap, I need to go back to where she's standing. (gasps) So I have, so I go like the wrong way around the fruits and all that. And I pull right (laughs) in, you know, and I'm, there we are again. There we are. And, and, And oh and so God. like at that point it started to rain on the produce and I was like I just love it when it rains so I just wanted to watch it rain because you know plays oh, singing God. in the rain yeah no so if you were if that were in true Mary fashion you would have done a full lap around the grocery store to <laughs> avoid said person until like I would wait them out right. I'd wait until I saw them checking out and then I'd go back to the produce <laughs> right so I make it over to the seafood section and I'm like okay let me let me find the salmon first because if I don't find like an easy to like just salmon that's already cut that's ready to go 
Like, then I give up entirely. <laughs> yeah. Then we're oh, I'm ordering from Long John Silver's. So I oh. so I are they still open? A couple of them. Um, they're usually attached to McDonald's or A and W root beer or whatever. So oh I, I'll walk into the seafood section. Mary, the choirs of angels sang upon me. The heavens opened up. Okay. And the produce started raining again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I'm hearing I'm hearing the the hallelujah song. And I see in this metal tin salmon, stuffed salmon, and broccoli. Like in the same compartment. <laughs> and there's just instructions. It says preheat oven wow. to 400 degrees, remove the plastic wrap, take out the divider, and bake for 28 minutes. So that I got two, 28 minutes. 28 wow, minutes. Wow, yeah, that yeah. is specific. Mm-hmm. So I bought two of those, and there we go. Now I don't have to worry about cooking sides. What was it stuffed with? Crab meat. Oh. No, what? no. It was delightful. Well, it would have been delightful. So, oh, God. Oh, God. So I, I'm, I'm – <laughs> Chris, this is funny. You'll like this. So I'm texting Mary back and forth. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cook for Rachel tonight and all that. And <laughs> I said, by the way, do you have strange news for tomorrow? <laughs> and she said, duh. She goes – uh, Winter Garden Man burns down house for cooking uh, first time in seven, <laughs> first years. Time in seven years. So then I try to get cute, Chris. I, <laughs> gosh. I'm trying to. So Mary's an it girl, okay? Uh, and I, I was yesterday years old when I found out what an it girl is. Sarah, are you an it girl? I wouldn't consider myself, no. Okay. Mary's an it girl. Chris, do you know what an it girl is? No, I don't. I was trying. I was hoping you weren't going to ask me anything about it because I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. I'm not an it girl, by the way. Well, I don't think actually. Maybe, maybe you maybe are. I am. Maybe you are. I am. An it girl is someone is is uh, someone who is up to the trends, up to date on the trends. Like, oh, when the corkscrew came out, they have the corkscrew. Now there's this new like 44 ounce mug and like all the it girls have. It. Oh, the Stanley. Stanley. Yes, Stanley. The Stanley. I don't get that. <laughs> we both are like a Stanley. See, Chris, you are that. an it girl. Yeah, I'm an it ish girl. Yeah, you I'm an it ish girl. You are an it I am, girl. I, listen, oh, and listen. Sarah's a Yiddish girl. <laughs> <laughs> I am culturally gay. We talked about this. We did uh, talk about that on, on After, After Dark. Dark. I am culturally gay. We found out, Mary. <laughs> I came out of the culturally gay closet. I love that. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I'm an yes. ally. <laughs> I share the culture. I just don't share the uh penis. Uh yes. Oh, I do. <laughs> um what? I do. <laughs> wow, I have a lot of well, I have a lot of okay. I got to take another yeah, shower. There's... I got to think about this. <laughs> yeah, and Chris just he looks like a tomato. What is happening? I don't know. So, so I'm trying to relate with our resident it girl and I decide to start sending emojis. And I sent, uh, I sent a fire. It was a fire, an eggplant, and then a peach. And I was like, you better get some cream for that. Like, I feel <laughs> like that is, I don't know what type of situation that is. And then I was like, you're making fire roasted eggplant. Where is this going? It, does it itch or just burn? I don't, so I need to know. There's about 16 different texts. Yeah, it was just fire and eggplant. She goes, fire roasted eggplant. Um, and so then I said, I sent a uh, fire house, uh, a no sign and then eggplant. She goes house fire, no eggplant. Then I send a peach. She goes house fire equals cock block, butt play. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so then it was the no sign with a peach and she goes, no butt play. So then it was a no sign. And then I had to like type out in text what I, uh, parenthesis, uh, what are those little brackets called? Parenthesis, 
bracket, close bracket, close parenthesis, uh, and then not a parenthesis. Uh, what's the what's the half circle thing called? Anyway, I was making a vagina and a penis, and uh, and it didn't, yeah, it didn't look anything like that. And uh, I mean, it did a little bit. You could have like sent something else. Like it would have been funny if you sent like an oyster or something. Right, like, right, I right. Laughed. Oh would yeah, 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 yeah. So then Next I get time. I get real cute, and I send a, a salmon and broccoli equals vagina and eggplant, and then house and fire equals no vagina, no eggplant. So we finally got it. Um, <laughs> I finally understood what he was trying to say. It only took a couple of hours. Meanwhile, he's still in a standoff with the lady of public, <laughs> like trying to get around. So I, I try to time everything out. I wait until Rachel texts me that she's on her way home. Okay. And I know it takes 35 minutes. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk the dogs. That'll take me about 10 minutes. And then I'll start cooking with 25 minutes. That way it, it, it allows for three minutes worth of traffic. Okay. It's got to sit for two minutes. And when she walks in the house, she will be overwhelmed by the smell of my love and uh, the cooking of salmon sure. and broccoli. What? Your love smells fishy and like a giant fart because that's what broccoli smells like. <laughs> <laughs> like is that what your love smells like, Scott? Well, um, well, <laughs> so, so anyway, so, um, it doesn't take her 35 minutes. It takes her closer to 55 minutes. So oh, no. I'm like, okay, wh- what do I do here? The timer has gone off. I turn the oven off and I leave everything in the oven. Do you have uh, one of those heat lamps? Wouldn't <laughs> 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 well, that have been nice? <laughs> Wait, you left it in the oven? I turned the oven off. It was fine. Right. You still left it in there, though? Yeah. Just to keep cooking? <laughs> uh, no. With the o- oven shut? I thought maybe it would like keep it warm. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. so um that's not how things worked out so i take them out of the oven and uh like one of them the salmon is now caked onto the metal tin the broccoli is all like brownish uh so i would have never thought that an oven would like keep heat in (laughs) sarah does your oven keep I I was trying to think of something to say. It didn't come quick enough. <laughs> By the way, uh, fun fact: we'd like to we'd like to welcome the uh, the Jewish radio network uh, to our family of syndicators. <laughs> yeah. So they love this. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you for the one week. <laughs> so I like one of them is completely like flaking apart. Like I'm peeling it off of the oh, the aluminum. The the broccoli is like crunchy and brown. Luckily, one of them was still good. So I clearly need to get my oven looked at because one of them was like perfect. Um, Rachel got that one. I got the other one. And that was the end of the night. But did you get dessert? Nope. Oh. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Smell of your love didn't do it for her. (laughs) Nope. So anyway, so that's that. So Chris. Look at his face. (laughs) He goes, oh, it's Call me now, hard, man. It's now time for Chris's Conspiracy Corner. What? We ended that segment a long time. All right, guys. <laughs> Turn off any of your smart devices that may be listening. Power down your cell phones. We all know now more than ever, TikTok is watching our all every move. <laughs> Lizard people. The moon landing. Birds aren't real. Hi, this is Chris from the No New Friends podcast. And if you're hearing this message, you were selected to join the resistance. For as low as $1 a month, join our Patreon and help us uncover the truth. 
Upon joining us, you will be invited to our secret Discord, where we help spread these truths. You will be invited to watch our live recordings where the government cannot interfere. For more information, please send a messenger pigeon to my underground bunker, or visit us at www.nonewfriendspodcast.com. This message will self-destruct in three, two, one. Mary, do you do you know anyone from uh, from Finland? Um, no, I wish I did. Really, Sarah? Yeah. Do you know anyone from Finland? I do, actually. Of course, uh, you it's do. Probably <laughs> uh, first <laughs> cousin. First uh, I was cousin. I cut that. Um, <laughs> do you actually know someone from Finland? I do. Well, they're keeping stuff from you. Oh, oh no! Please tell. Scott, do you know any, know anyone from Finland? I, uh, other than the the, um, no, I don't know any. Finishers. Yeah, you're going to say the Swedish <laughs> chef. <laughs> which would make sense because um, Finland is actually just Eastern Sweden. Okay. You know why? Why is that? It doesn't exist. It doesn't There's exist. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as Finland. Uh, according to Rarigan, who posted this thread on uh, this post on Reddit, Finland's not real. World oh, maps. Ah. Yeah, listen, world maps are altered. And it's a UN conspiracy to keep people believing in Finland. And the entire country's made up. Finland's main company, guess what? Guess what their main company is? Nokia. Mm-hmm. Owned by the Japanese, right? Oh, Nokia. Interesting. Nokia owned by the Japanese. But they have the Japanese. They have the meatballs. Right? The meatballs. And and the furniture that's, store. That's Sweden. Sweden. Oh. Okay. They even have the Pipe fish. Down. Pipe down. Swedish fish. So nothing from Finland. Ja- Japan, the ski team, crazy the Finland Jap- ski team. That's Jamaica. <laughs> so <laughs> those damn Japanese are in on it. Those damn dirty Japanese. So why would people want to invite invent Finland as a country? Like what? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I'll tell you why. All right, if you guys would just shut up, I would tell you. All right, <laughs> the Japanese were in cahoots with Russia. There's a really good fishing spot where Finland's supposed to be, right? Like, no, 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 no. We're not going to let anybody know about this. We're going to say that there's a, a, a land mass in this water right here. That no no boats go to... Why would a boat try to sail into a, a mass of land, Mary? Why would they do that? Spoiler alert, they wouldn't. You're not yeah, going to do that. Wouldn't. You're not, yeah. unless you're the captain of the Titanic. Then maybe you... <laughs> maybe he was looking for, for Finland. So... There's a few reasons. Fishing rights is one of them. So Japanese love their sushi. You know why they invented it? So they probably they love it, right? Right. right. So they love their sushi, but there's very tight fishing regulations, and a public outcry means they can't fish as much as they want. So after the Cold War, they just agreed with Russia to create a landmass called Finland where they could fish. After all, if people thought there was a country, no one would uh no one. Be it all on makes there. sense, Chris. It makes sense because you know what fishes have. Hey, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Is that uh, Finland is the home home of the traditional landfish? You're putting the parts together. Oh. The fish were then transported through Russia because you got to get back to Japan somehow. You're not gonna teleport them. You're not gonna go under. You got to go through Russia, yeah. right? So you're going through Russia, where a small percentage of food is given to the population. Of course, Russia was starving at this time uh, when Finland was being invented. But anyway, they were then shipped to Japan, or yeah, I guess shipped, literally shipped, like on a ship. Um, <laughs> under the disguise of 
Of what do you th- of what? Of what? Nokia products. Oh. <gasps> ah. Japan is apparently one of the largest importers of Nokia products, despite the fact that nobody there owns a Nokia phone. Hmm. Interesting, Japanese people. Interesting. I wonder how many Nokias they've eaten. Now, the crux of all this, however... I wonder how many Nokias Chris has eaten. Oh. I think I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, Mary, so you kind of hinted this early. What do fish have? They have these little things called... Spins. So they named their imaginary country after an English word for what a fish has. Not after a Japanese word, because uh, it definitely wasn't an American who came up with this conspiracy theory. Now, um... (laughs) If you we're having Nick from Sandpiper Vacation on tonight on uh, No New Friends After Dark, and we're gonna have to ask him if he ever been any vacations to Finland, because apparently all you do is go to is Western Sweden. Like it's not it's not a thing. Out of ten, I would rank this conspiracy theory like a like a nine. Like this is one of my favorite conspiracy theories because the fact that somebody is now thinking that a country doesn't exist and has like they connected all the dots. This is one of my favorites. It really gets it's a good my, one. This really gets my this gets my engine hot, man. This really gets my gears turning. This this is like when this is like what Scott thinks is gonna happen after he cooks dinner for his wife. This is, this is that for me. This is that for me. So I had to bring this one back. I did talk about this on the um, the uh, very much missed uh, Diz Journey recipes, which actually uh, didn't I, exist. That podcast never existed. It's a Mandalorian effect and uh, <laughs> Mandalorian. Just, Figment of your imagination. And Figment is a dinosaur at Disney. More more on Figment (laughs) and if if Figment ever existed. Next, Chris's Conspiracy Corner. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Chris. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We've got so much more, a lot more, uh, more surprises, uh, plus some of our regular stuff. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. There are three things that I hate in life. Taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hey, you. You want to join a cult? Well, this might be your lucky day. For just $2 a month and a simple blood oath, you can join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. In addition to the amazing feeling of donating to the poor, you will have access to Patreon-exclusive content, live shows, and maybe even a behind-the-scenes look at my secret stash. To get started, head on over to nonewfriendspodcast.com and hit join our clubhouse. Can't wait to see you at the initiation ceremony. Oh, and in the chat during our live shows, of course. 
Hey everybody, it's me, Remy. We are Remy's Roundtable, your Florida theme park podcast, where we bring you news, history, and updates on what's happening here in the beautiful state of Florida. If you're a theme park enthusiast or just looking for some fun in the sun, then tune into Remy's Roundtable for insider tips and tricks, in-depth ride reviews, and interviews with industry experts. And if you want to connect with us or stay up to date on all the latest happenings at the theme parks, then head on over to remysroundtable.com. And now back to this episode of the No New Friends podcast. Hey, this is Craig Brooks with Tasty Trivia, and you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. Don't forget to check out no new friends after dark or nnf after dark that's where we kind of deep dive into a topic that we uh that we talked about or maybe we didn't talk about we've got all sorts of special guests last week we had nick from sam piper vacations on he's going to be on again this week it's just a lot of fun and we've got some more surprises coming down the road so definitely check that out it comes out every wednesday night at about 9 p.m mary yes do you have some strange news for us oh i have the strangest of news So strange. This is like everybody's favorite segment that I just hated, but here we are. We're doing it. It's April 1st. Yeah. It's April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. So Women's Month sadly has come to a close. Darn. So I decided to do a Florida woman story. Oh. Yes. Ryan, she's yes. trying to take your job. Flor- Florida woman. So Palm Beach, very lovely place. Lovely place. A lot of sights to see. And in this case, you would see a naked woman oh. uh, climbing a tree. Yes. Um, oh. off of, <laughs> around, and here's the real kicker, right? Because, Sarah, you probably understand this. If you catch me on a Sunday after a boozy brunch, it could be me, <laughs> right? Like, it could happen. It's It could happen, right? Um, yeah, I was just going to say, this. Was, I probably heard this story, and the woman was saying, the doctor told me not to drink alcohol, but I'm doing my merry best. <laughs> I'm doing my merry best, damn it. No, because that would make it too slippery. I wouldn't be able to get grip. I'd have to use my like my thigh strength. Um, this is in Palm Bush, Palm, Palm Beach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of Bush. Uh, <laughs> Check out Manscape. Uh, you can get your your crop shears, which are for the ladies. Or you can get your lawnmower 4.0, which uh, I got to tell you, I use it every day. Keeps everything nice and fresh and cleanly shaven. Just check them out, manscaped.com. Use the promo code NNF to get your 20% off discount. Exactly what he said. You do not want to be caught out in a tree without a good trim. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) any hoozle. So, uh, picture it. (laughs) Palm Beach, 2023. (laughs) Magnolia Drive. It sounds like a really lovely place. Lots of trailers. Lots of trailers there. Yes. So this woman is also, so she's running through the neighborhood and then she climbs. Yelling, where's my peepaw? Um, Where's my peepaw? (laughs) Wow. Well, here's the real kicker. That's not even the strange part of this um, news. So the police get called out. The the woman uh, found a dead body. Oh. Um, at like they found a dead body as they were chasing her her down. Wait, the um, naked lady found a <laughs> uh, a dead body. Yeah, as they were running, she was like it was like a foot chase. She killed that guy, got naked, climbed a tree, and then ran <laughs> in the direction. Like, oh my gosh, a dead guy, a dead guy. 
brilliant. No, <laughs> no. Actually, you're right on track. That's oh. it. She was like, oh my God, how did this body get here? Wow, you guys cracked the case. Like, that's <laughs> basically what happened. And it was, no, it's another woman though. It wasn't a man, which I mean, that's fine, I guess. I don't like girl on girl crime, but. Um, it was a woman's history. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and she, she strangled her with a, a cord just like real, just right around the old neck. She'd all wrap around. And then was like, you know what? How do I distract? Trojan horse, razzle dazzled, climbed a tree naked, led him on a foot chase. There was no Trojan was like, being oh used goodness. in this. Yeah, no yeah, Trojans well, being used there. Her parents um, should have used a Trojan. Probably because things get even better. Oh. Um, yeah, so she, speaking, when they started like, Trojans, asking her. Do you have any accidental pregnancies from uh, Duramax? We'll switch to Trojan today. What? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell is a Duramax? <laughs> it's another condom brand. Clearly, I don't know. I have 57 kids. <laughs> okay, listen. Not now. if you use Trojan. So, use promo code. Oh and go ahead. Okay, listen. Listen. So she realized that she was in trouble. Like she like realized that they were putting the pieces together. So then she was like, they're trying to kill me. They're over there. Like trying to like also like say like somebody is here and this is what let like I saw her die and I was just trying to get away. And they're like, but where'd your clothes go? And she said the demons in the sky oh. took them. Oh. Okay. So she may have a good shot at that insanity plea. I don't know. Um, she's she's watched way too many like murder documentaries. She knows all the she tricks. Put she's like all of them. Yes. Like okay, one. so you commit the murder, then you act mm -hmm. completely insane to distract, and they think that you're breaking that law when you've actually broken this law, and you're naked. So the dudes, the dude cops are gonna be like, oh look at her naked, and then you just act completely crazy. Put on your, yeah. your put, put on your maga hat. And now you can, you know, plead temporary insanity. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Here's the thing, though, is I feel like a lot of the information in this story leads me to believe she probably wasn't that attractive. And I don't know why I feel that way. I could be wrong. Maybe she's a real hottie. There's no photos um, that I could find. But she was only 34. She's spring chicken. Sounds she hot. probably has perky boobs and everything. Yeah. I don't know. Any pictures or video? No, I I don't have anything yet, so I'll I'll keep looking though to see if I can find it. Thank you. But like I said, this was at nine fifteen a.m., so I don't know how that happened. Early to just have your people out like that. Yeah, I can't wrap up a brunch that quickly. So you'd wrap up a woman's neck that quick, or a man's neck. Actually. It was a woman's. Oh, yeah, woman's woman on woman yeah. crime. Yeah, during Women's History Month, how insensitive yeah. she deserves to be caught. I, I would never yeah. kill a woman during Women's um, History Month. Or a man, I, for that matter, but I'm just saying. They did say any other that her fine, landlord, right? any other, her landlord um, said she seemed to be a nice person, uh, but recently she'd been acting strange. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> She's climbing a tree naked. Like what? Uh, that's, she just does that on Sundays. I don't know. That's fine. Shameless Sunday. Okay. Well, Mary, and uh, that is your strange news. Mary, it's good that was to a story. Yes, thank you very much. It's good to know that you were able to get out of jail for uh, this episode. So thank you very much. <laughs> yes. For uh, well, my next court hearing isn't until May 18th, apparently. So. <laughs> Should be fine. <laughs> All right. We've got a phone call to get to. And uh, oh. we've got to get to it. So we have a phone call that we have to get to that we have to get to. It's really. Shut up. You're way with me. <laughs>
All right. So uh, this is from our mystery caller who actually identifies himself by name. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm excited about this. All right. Take it away, uh, mystery caller. Hi, this is gang. Congratulations on your 200th episode. You asked for some questions for the podcast, and I definitely have one about a strange piece of Disney history for you. I was wondering about your guys' opinion on the historic, classic 1981 Disney film, The Devil and Max Devlin, which has a remarkable 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'd ask Alex his opinion on the movie, but it would probably take him a couple of months to watch. I did, however, ask Alex to read the French summary of the film. French summary? (laughs) No! Thanks for that, Alex. Now, for those of y'all who are not bilingual, this family-friendly flick features a minor league sinner in hell who makes a deal with the devil's left-hand man to convince three innocent people to sell their souls. Elliot Gould stars as Devlin, while Bill Cosby plays the devil's henchman. Guess it wasn't just chocolate cake, but devil's food cake that he was eating. It's also worth noting he plays the devil's henchman in the film as well. I'm sure this Disney actor is one of the few to not make Joe's top ten list. All right, I can't do the safer fool's joke any longer. It's way too hard to diss Alex and Joe. They're as non-problematic as Mr. Rogers and Gandhi. Sorry, let's go with Mr. Rogers and Bob Ross. Sorry for my slip up there, but it does remind me of Scott's knowledge of the age of consent in Florida. On another related note, I was excited to hear that NNS had booked and a live guest for next week, Chris Hansen. Unfortunately, you guys couldn't get a peepaw on the show, which honestly sounds like an animal's piss when spelled out. Speaking of that, I was hoping to bring a bit of classic literature to the show, starting with Animal Farm. As I'm sure you know, it's a novel written by George Orwell, and it acted as an allegory for authoritarianism. What many people don't know is that it was loosely based on the No New Friends podcast. The poorly run manor farm, which is quickly taken over by the animals, is based on Polk County. The Beast of England song sounds suspiciously like an advertisement for Sandpiper Vacations. And, of course, the two main pigs, <laughs> Snowball and Napoleon, were based on the appearances of Scott and Chris. That's all the time I have today, but I'll try to call you guys again from a bookstore next week so we can analyze how another British author, Roald Dahl, was inspired to write Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory by No New Friends as well, with Augustus Gloop originally being named Scott and Violet Beauregard's transformation suspiciously modeling Chris's. Why did MLK kill Abe Lincoln? (laughs) Oh, thank you to our mystery caller, Gay. Wow. Mystery caller who? Gay. His name is Gay. (laughs) What? He said his name was Gay? Yeah, he said he said his name was Gay. <laughs> when, when did he say that? At the very beginning, he goes, "Hey, this is Gay." Oh, I did not hear that. Did no, I think he was that? just calling our show that. I don't know. <laughs> he like, "Hey, gang." Oh. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, he said, "Hey, gang." I don't think that's. I don't think he said that his name was Gay. He says, "Hey, this is Gay." Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He said, okay. "I believe what's up, Diz? His gang was said." <laughs> <laughs> The word history comes from ancient Greece, first used by Aristotle. Historians seek knowledge of the past using historical sources. I use Google. This is The His with Alex. Well, if Scott, Mary, and Chris and Sarah are not going to talk about April Fool's, then I will. April Fool's is kind of funny in the sense that there is no true origin for it. It in itself is a conundrum. And it's fascinating that something with no concrete origin has spread itself all the way around the world. 
Some evidence has shown it possibly dating back to the ancient Roman festival of Hilaria, which took place at the end of March. It was a celebration of renewal where people would dress up in disguise and imitate others. In 1508, a French poem referred to April's fish, which is a reference to April Fools. Also, in a medieval celebration of the Feast of Fools, fake bishops or popes were elected and church customs were parodied. In a 5061 Flemish poem, a nobleman sends his servant on a series of errands, which are later to be realized as fool errands because of its being the 1st of April. In 1868, John Aubrey referred to Fool's Holy Day in Britain, and it was documented on April 1st, 1689, many people were tricked into going to the Tower of London to see the lions washed. Another historian belief is April Fool's Day may come from the 16th century France, when Julian calendar switched to Gregorian calendar. News slowly traveled of the switch, which made January 1st a new beginning of the year. People who were unaware of the change or refused to celebrate the new start of spring were ridiculed and made the butt of jokes. In 1905, a study showed that countries previously ruled by the British celebrated April Fools, which in the UK was when someone would yell April Fools at someone they pranked, making them the April Fool. Back to the rest of the segment. Sarah, you got any restaurant reviews for us? Um, I do have a good one. This one's for Starbucks. Ooh. Right? Oh, Chris is already review. jumping to his screen. You can't say bad things <laughs> oh, about Starbucks. Oh, you can't say this. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's a one-star review for Starbucks. Uh-oh. I have a credit card with them. I understand entirely. (laughs) All right. It says, on Friday, November 1st, at about 11 a.m., I stopped by this Starbucks and had the worst customer service that I've ever experienced in my life. I bought a breakfast sandwich at another Starbucks. I didn't have a chance to eat it for about an hour. I stopped at this Starbucks and asked them if they could reheat it for me. The girl at the counter, I don't have her name, said, no, they can't do that. I asked why, and she said, it's a health violation. I asked her to make me another sandwich, and she said, no, we can't do that either, (laughs) and that I can buy another sandwich if I want. Any decent person would have either reheated the sandwich or would have offered to make me a new one. These are the type of people that will destroy a business. (laughs) I I know what's going on here. I know what's going on here. Where was this? Do you know what what state this Starbucks was in? It's completely blacked out. Okay, so it's probably a southern state because this was definitely a Republican Starbucks barista because the liberal Starbucks baristas we have up here are the most pleasant people ever. Oh, they wear their little pins and they so you know they're you know that they're liberals because they have their little pins and everything. And I look forward to seeing them every morning because they are the greatest people on earth. That if you want, you you could take a you could go to Boston Market and get a and get a dinner and bring it to Starbucks and they heat it up for you over there. They don't care. They don't care. They will do anything for you. They would take a like. I know that my barista would take a bullet for me up here. Well, that's only because you're paying her school tuition, probably. <laughs> like, you're you're single handedly keeping that Starbucks open. Yeah, yeah, I did forget that they don't believe in college down south too. So I probably it's going towards tuition. They don't really care down south because they're not really paying for anything. Like we'll pay for your tuition. Like who needs tuition? So I don't. What'd you call me? Yeah. Like that? <laughs> definitely a Southern Starbucks. Because the baristas up here love their job. I don't know anybody who loves their job more than Trisha at the Starbucks down the street from me. Probably uh, Sparkles at the strip club. Uh, not the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a uh, complete BS. Like it, it, you cannot, a restaurant cannot reheat your food. Like period. It is not their fault that you drove an hour, an hour, uh, oh. and your food got cold. Did I miss the part where it said why she didn't eat it? No, she's a freaking moron. Just says she didn't didn't eat it for an hour. I have the opposite problem. I (laughs) (laughs) 
my food when it's too hot. Like I will shove, I will deep throat some fries before it is even close to time to even try to eat them. Wow. Because I'm hungry. I like to, I like my snacks. Like getting like fries out of the bag on the way home. Oh, they never make like, it home. No. Only one for the dog. You leave no. one for the dog. What? You leave one for the dog. You okay. don't leave a fry for the dog? Well, you have three dogs. You give them something else. So. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i like if i run through the like the lord's chicken drive you know um and i just have a couple of waffle fries on the way home and i just <laughs> <laughs> so hot. we clip that i like that sound a lot i want to put that as my ringtone when someone texts me out I, I just want that noise <laughs> all right so I'm, I'm gonna try something new at the end of uh restaurant reviews i am going to give just a uh, a restaurant tip Okay, just the tip for how to eat out at a restaurant. Okay, enough with the goddamn split checks. Okay, if you're a party of four or five or six and you're different parties and all that, it is a major inconvenience to, for your server to have to split your checks eight different ways or five different ways or figure out who goes with who. Okay, enough with that crap. It slows down the process, and now they can't get the ketchup for the little overweight 12-year-old kid with a beard that has to ask another server for a ketchup, okay? Stop with the splitting checks, okay? 15 years ago, I get it. I get it, but now we have Venmo and Cash App and Zelle. Just send your friends some goddamn money and let's be done with this splitting of the check thing. You know, restaurants should serve a service or should uh, charge a service fee for split checks because it's completely ridiculous. Just stop splitting the checks. Use Venmo. Use Cash App. You know what, though? I, I do agree with you for one, Scott. But first of all, I'm a man. I get my own ketchup. I just take it from a, a random table. Um, <laughs> but second of all, there should be, it should get built in because all these freaking Gen what, Zers, what they, want, they wanted to split their checks. We all, do, we all do the Cash App thing. Listen, the millennials have got this, right? Mm -hmm. It's those Gen Zers, right? There should be, they should build it into like software to, uh, at a restaurant where you just be like times six or something and it just splits it into oh no because you got to do the different meals you know you got to like you got you it's, it's like a fantasy can, it's like a fantasy football draft for meals like you yeah, have to yeah. like right or right. Like, you have yeah. to like, all right customer one chose the chicken parm and when you greet the table as a server just hear me out scott you can just say off the bat hi are we going to be splitting checks in any way not all but what if you say that? Yeah, but, but then you have to process. That, that, hold on, hold on. Listen. He's like, don't you do that. I, don't you romanticize no, this. Listen, like, that's exactly I, what he's doing. No, listen, I don't disagree with you, Sarah. Like, that is the proactive way, but it's still time consuming on the back end because now you have to process six different payments. And if you have, have a slow POS system, it just slows down the process. Slow and, piece of shit system? Uh, point of sale. Yes, sometimes. Point of sale. Gotcha. And Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, I hear you. Splitting checks, checks is part of their job. Right. But then don't complain that I haven't seen my server in 10 minutes because she's back there splitting the goddamn checks and processing six payments. It takes a while. It, they can't just, these systems, even as good as some of them are, they cannot go, the, uh, they cannot process super fast. Anyway, use Venmo, use Cash App. It's much faster and then you don't have to ask another server to get your ketchup. Mm. Sounds like their boomer manager can't process things very fast. <laughs> so like Sometimes they don't have access to their... No, listen. No, no, no. This is bull. <laughs> I'm not going to have you three... Uh, sorry, you two, because Mary's on my side tonight. I'm not going to have you two gang up on me, okay? Because 
the restaurant that I work in, I cannot process, I cannot access the server's tables. It's just the way that our POS system is set up. I cannot access their tables to help them process payments. Otherwise, I mean, that's I would. a pain. That's right. a pain. Yes. But, you know, I I was very efficient at my job as well. Right. So, I get like that. like I said, you know, <laughs> when I rang in the order, I just take the extra couple seconds to split them there and then while it's fresh in my head. They're already split. And then, I mean, obviously, like I worked at a breakfast and lunch place, you know, so you have a lot of people that are paying cash and you got to make change and blah, blah, blah. So I understand that. And they're older, of course, so they're less patient. So I understand both aspects, but I have to be fair. The splitting of the checks is not the time consuming thing. It's the processing six different payments. Well, absolutely. Of course. All right. right. You're right, Scott. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Made my point. All right. You're listening to the Nanny Friends Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, Freddie, wake up, wake up. Uh, 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 it's Monday morning. Wrong? It's Monday morning. Oh, oh uh, we got to listen to the Black Lincoln Collected podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Give well, me my computer. Where's my laptop? It, yeah, look it up. Hold on. Blackblcpodcast.com. Here it goes. All right. Don't be a failure like Freddie. Type in blcpodcast.com every time you get on the internet. It's the only place that's a website. Blacklink Collect Podcast. <laughs> Picture St. Augustine, Florida, 2022. You're on the Night Watchman Ghost Tour with all of your ghoul friends. The air grows colder, you turn the corner, and there she is, Ghost Mary. Okay, you probably won't run into Ghost Mary. Um, You may see a ghost named Mary. I'm not really 100% sure, but the tour guides for the Night Watchman Ghost Tour from Sea America Tours do know it is the only 4D ghost tour in St. Augustine. So if you have ever wondered what a ghost smells like, well, now is your chance. And right now they have a scary good deal going on. Enter the promo code NNF, as in no new friends, and receive 25% off your Night Watchman Ghost Tour. So visit them at seeamericatours.net. That is S-E-E, americatours.net. Okay, bye! Hey there, Scott here. You all know I like to spend time wandering the neighborhood on my my big wheels or hanging out at the park with my fedora and my Bud Light. So I don't have time to clean my own house. That's why... I've been using I Believe services for the past six, seven years, and they're the best in commercial and residential cleaning. They're also doing carpet shampooing at such a reasonable price. Just check them out. That's IBelieveServices.us. Give them a call, 407-928-4595, and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. This is the No New Friends podcast, and I am Carlos Alberto Navarro, bro, listening. No New Friends Podcast. And I'm out, bro.
Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. Don't forget, check out No New Friends After Dark. It comes out every single Wednesday night. Our last bit of April Fool's nostalgia. Sarah, you're going to bring us a history time with Mary. It's time to learn something and broaden our minds in a history from Mary. Oh my goodness. I wasn't expecting this. A lot of pressure. This segment was a very big segment. It, it really is because honestly what I did was I just looked up a couple of points for the day, you know, and got a couple of interesting dates. That's all. All right. You ready? Ready. All right. 1621, the oh. Plymouth, Massachusetts colonists created the first treaty with the Native Americans. Oh. Scott, what was that like? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then they just turned on us. Scott, Scott called them Indians. <laughs> I did call them Indians. <laughs> You're right. All right. Se- 1748, the ruins of Pompeii were found. Oh. Also very interesting. It was probably very traumatic. When, how long? When was that? 1748. And when did Pompeii happen? Way before 1748. Can you just imagine this well, dying and buried under there forever? It wasn't no. on the April 1st day, so I don't actually know that information. <laughs> I just Googled April 1st. No. <laughs> Now, this one really, you know, it, it hits me hard. Uh, uh, yeah, right. 1933, Nazi Easy Germany. Easy oven was me. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. That Mary, timing. I'm Mary, sorry. I know, usually Mary, I'm not me. I'm usually are, not the one. Mary. I'm sorry. You are, I'm our, sorry. You are our queen of wokeness. <laughs> and here you are dropping a, a hate crime I'm so disappointed Don't in you. Don't say it. Just, I feel bad. No, now. no. I need to go Easy timing. Jesus Christ! <laughs> now timing you're going to be going impeccable. out. I'm going to whip out my people. <laughs> you know, come on. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I finally found out. I finally figured out why this is called the No New Friends podcast. Not because we don't want any new friends, because we didn't make any new friends. <laughs> like, after after they hear them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what happened hey, in 1930? What happened in- oh God! <laughs> what, what triggered you? <laughs> Let's see. Well, Nazi Germany began the persecution of Jews by boycotting all Jewish businesses. Oh no! Oh, and then man. Mary just dropped the easy bake oven. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'll you're see proud myself of yourself. Out. Mary. I'll see, I feel dirty. I feel awful. It's okay. This one's this one's better. Listen, it gets a little better. Okay, 1976. Apple computer began operations. Oh. And and in 2001 the Netherlands began became the first country to allow same-sex marriage. Oh, when was this? 2001? 2001, it says. Wow. We celebrate yeah. the Netherlands. Good for the Netherlands. Good thing it was the Netherlands and not Finland. They exist. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say they, they made it up. They exist, yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple of fun points for you for April 1st. Awesome. Yeah. Oh. Hear it. That was, that was it. Point. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Listen, I thought you said so. There's there's a couple more. No, that's a couple. Uh, well, of I, fun I mean, I wouldn't ones. consider the persecution of. Listen, the there's fun, a there's a lot, but you know, did you really want to know that in in 1963, General Hospital premiered for the first time? Uh, yes. Wow. Oh, that's that's actually a really good one. <laughs> Come yeah, on. Look at Scott's so whole demeanor changes. <laughs> he's recovered from splitting checks already. He's <laughs> he's back in business. So I, I explained earlier how I'm culturally gay. Scott is pop culturally gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
actually, I think it's offensive to gay people. Is <laughs> is just like in general Stop. hospital. <laughs> it's wow. not like I said I like passions. I like general hospital. I watched, you know, that was my mom's favorite soap. I used to watch it all the time. I was devastated sure. when 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 Frisco died. And then all of a sudden, Frisco came, because everybody oh, loved. Spoiler alert: <laughs> Fris, Frisco and Felicia. Frisco like a Frisco melt. No, Frisco played by Jack <laughs> Wagner. Frisco and Felicia. It was like this big wedding. That was like the wedding of the century. That was like you know uh, the 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 uh, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen The Office. That was like the Jim and Pam wedding. It was Frisco and Felicia, and then Frisco dies because he gets shot by Colton, and then a couple years later. So this was just your mom's favorite show. Yes. <laughs> you happen to watch it. Like a couple of years later, but Colton was brainwashed. Okay. A couple of years later, Frisco comes back from the dead, but Felicia dun 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 is dating Colton. And How did he come back yeah, from the dead? Yeah, what's it? A supernatural. Because he show? wasn't really dead. He wasn't really dead. So why did he fake his death? If he really loved Felicia, he wouldn't have put her through that. She fake, should be with he Colton. He didn't fake honestly. his death. When they when they they like kidnapped yeah, him and put him in some sort of chamber and he was locked there for years and years and years. So, this so was she in didn't a demand to see a body. I don't, Whenever he died, I, no, they didn't. They they never recovered the buried body. in the ruins of Pompeii. The, I, maybe, yeah. maybe, <laughs> I maybe he was in an easy bake oven. I don't know. Most Hollywood, anyway. Wow. Um, so then he comes back. Frisco comes back. And Felicia's like, oh my gosh, Frisco, you're back. But now I'm married to Colton. And, but he's like, but Colton tried to kill me. But he said, she says, well, Colton was brainwashed. So then uh, Frisco and Colton become friends. And then Felicia leaves Colton, goes back to Frisco. But then Colton gets brainwashed again and kills Frisco for real. He never, he never came back. I'm a virgin again. Oh, Thanks, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> You guys are I don't know play. if I could afford to lose those brain cells. I'm going to be honest. I don't. Uh, you guys ready to play Jersey Man, Florida Man? Please. Uh, save us from this. Whether flipping a fan boat or crashing a truck, these states are filled with people who suck. So it's time for us to play New Jersey Man versus Florida Every week, Ryan brings us two news stories. One is from Jersey. One is from Florida. It is up to us to figure out which one is which. Take it away, Ryan. Hey, guys. This is Ryan coming to you from the No New Friends newsroom, which is located this week at Habisham's <laughs> Funeral House. Hmm. Seems like there's a lot of services going on today. Let's check them out and pay some respects. Looks like this first service is for a guy who had an unfortunate dining incident at a restaurant with a sombrero on top. Always a good sign there. <laughs> it seems like his last words were, they had an A. Sure, maybe in biology, that's probably where they got the bacteria from. Over here, there's a service for Blockbuster Video, but it's kind of wedged between the cremation of a $50 Outback Steakhouse gift card and the memorial service for Mary's wedding speech. Oh, look, they're closing the casket on next week's planned guest, Raquel Welch. You clap at something like that. Jeez, some people are so heartless. Well, I don't know how Jimmy Carter isn't here yet, but with all these other things going on, I'm sure I'll forget about it. And so will he. Oh, look, over here there's a section for animal funerals sponsored by Pets Ahoy. And it seems like Mary's still trying to do some cats to do some tricks. The cat's probably grieving, though. I'm not sure that's the best idea. There's also a section on whatever the heck a girl dragon is. I'm pretty sure that's a made-up term. And there's an assembly line for hermit crab funerals. 
Over at the back wall, there's a funeral for a deer hit by a car at high speed. Ah, that reminds me of why I'm here. You've probably noticed by now that I'm not the Ryan you're used to hearing. Sounds like Chris is celebrating with his people back there, now that he thinks he's going to be able to avoid getting roasted every week. (laughs) For a moment listening to that, I thought Margaret Thatcher died again. Calm down, Chris. Game Master Ryan's not dead, and your people aren't free yet. You'll probably have to wander the desert for at least 40 years for that to happen. I suggest you talk to Sarah for more on that, but she's over there eating bacon. I guess that's what happens when you trust a comedy podcast for theological advice instead of going to an expert who gives information like this. I can drink tequila like it's water, and I don't get I don't get no buzz, nothing from tequila. Well, sounds like Lord Remy has taken to turning water into other types of liquor. The real reason that I'm here, though, is to look over Game Master Ryan's last will and testament. He won't have to use it for a while, but he just wants me to make sure everything is squared away. Of course, there's the provision about destroying Riverside with the power of the Muppets, whatever that means. Seems like he'll be giving his entire call center to the Diz His podcast. How generous. He also mentions that he'll be giving his entire exercise set to Chris to help him lose some weight. Might be a little bit difficult, considering that Chris has already been banned from Spirit Airlines since they couldn't get off the ground with him on the plane. Not sure how he's going to get to Japan to replace the Pokemon cards he spelled wine on now. (laughs) Heck, between his height and his weight, he could be a Hasbula lookalike to make some more money. Well, I keep looking through this world to study its legality. I'll pass things over to Ryan for this week's Florida Man or Jersey Man. Hey, thanks, Ryan. This is Ryan from the Don't Wreck Yourself podcast here ostensibly to do this New Jersey man versus Florida man thing. I really only agreed to do this so I could talk about my show, which, by the way, is coming up on its second anniversary on April 1st, April Fool's. So you have a genuine born and bred April Fool's stud here to help you out with your New Jersey man, Florida man problem. I went into this with an approach like I really want to fool these people. So I decided to search by categories, and the category I settled on was karate. Karate is an ancient martial art characterized by physical and mental discipline. In our first karate story, a teenager was arrested for attempted murder for trying to kill a jogger so that he could hide him in his closet to fulfill his sexual fantasies. His plan involved a rubber mallet, a bathrobe belt, a can of Axe body spray, and a bed sheet. After six weeks of scouting his prey, he sprang into action. But the best laid plans of mice and men are nothing compared to the power of karate. His victim quickly took the upper hand, beat up his attacker, and reported it to the police. In our second story, police officers became suspicious of a vehicle driving erratically with two flat tires. But before they could pull the car over, the driver jumped barefoot out of the moving vehicle, which careened into a ditch. The police attempted to detain the driver, but she karate kicked both of them in the chest. After they subdued her, an EMT arrived on the scene to check the woman out, and she kicked the EMT in the stomach. One could mistake this for an isolated incident, but this is the second time in as many years that she was arrested for using her body to do karate on cops. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Lots to unpack. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. Did you know that was going to happen? No, I had no idea. No idea. (laughs) Oh my god! It's a lot. I mean, it's I knew he was going to do something for April Fool's Day, but uh, didn't. I didn't even think of it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, the first one is the barefoot uh, karate runner uh, with the sex closet, and then the second yeah, one is interesting uh, story: the violent chick who kicked someone. Mary, what do you think? You know, I feel like in Florida, 
it's usually more of a um, like the women don't fight back quite as much. I feel like the women are a little spunky. Yeah, the women aren't even allowed to vote here in Florida. Yeah, yeah. And if they're ever in an altercation with a male, usually it's but I love him, you know. Right, right, right. Um, so I'm going to say that the spunky chick is Jersey, the the kid that tried to club the the runner with Axe body spray. That's definitely Florida, hundred percent Florida. Yeah. Final answer. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, so I think uh, Sex Closet Axe Spray is Florida because Axe Spray was cool up here like 20 years ago. I think it finally maybe it's cool down in Florida. So, <laughs> and then the other one, I think, I don't know. I, I think that the person doing the report said it was a ditch, but I'm pretty sure it was a pothole, which we have plenty of up here. But I think the car was driven into a pothole. Um, so that one, I'm going to go that with Jersey. All right, Sarah? I don't know. I think I'm going to go the opposite. Because I was questionable on the first story, but the second story, I just thought drugs. So, you know, I I might have to stick with... Yeah, she's got that meth strength. (laughs) Mm. You're right. That's smart. All right. Mm. I'm sticking with my guns. Anytime there's a sex crime involved, it's got to be Florida. And then uh, the other one is Jersey. All right. Let's find out the answer. Our first story, of course, comes to us from Florida where would-be serial killer 18-year-old Logan Smith was arrested for ambushing a karate-capable jogger in order to do sex to his dead body. And of course, our second story of a serial cop kicker comes from Franklin Borough in New Jersey, where 44-year-old Sheila Salentano's bail keeps getting set higher. Remember, (laughs) the only way to stop a bad guy with karate is a good guy with a gun. Anyway, like I said, I'm just doing this to plug my show, which is called Don't Wreck Yourself, which incidentally also airs on Sunday. So, like, I mean, if you have to make a choice, choose me. You know, every week this this segment comes on and it's one of many segments that just kind of takes the piss out of the uh, takes the piss out of the hosts here. And I just wanted to say how much I appreciate all four of these incredible creators and Alex behind the scenes and Ryan, wherever he happens to be reporting from every week, you guys put on a great show and I really appreciate it. And huge shout out to the Orange County Courthouse for agreeing that hosting a podcast meets all the legal requirements for notifying the public that Scott lives in their neighborhood. (laughs) You guys are f***ing crushing it. And in other news, a wildcat was found in Cincinnati with cocaine in its system. It must have gotten into Mary's drug stash before heading up to Ohio to talk to Sandpiper Vacations about the quickest way to escape from some creepy guy in a fedora who was trying to get it to sit on his lap in the bathroom. Anyway, that's all from us. I'm sure you'll be hearing from me again next week. And until then, happy April Fool's Day. Oh, bravo. That wow. was fantastic. Bravo. Fantastic. Good job, guys. That, that, that may have been one of my favorites. I don't know how clapping fares on a microphone, but I'm clapping yeah, right now. Yeah, you got to do the golf clap. Wow, Ryan. Uh, oh, God. Don't wreck yourself, Ryan. Thank you for the kind words. That was awesome. Yes, thank um, you. That was awesome. Chemist Ryan will call you because we call you 10 other different names. Thanks for pitching into that. And of course, classic Ryan, man. <laughs> Thanks for putting that together. That was special. That, that was, uh, that was that awesome. That was good. That was really, really good. And All thanks right. to whoever called wow. in. I, I, I look forward, I, I, I'm looking forward to these now. I was coming to the point where I just, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to these. <laughs> Chris, you have any cliff notes for us? I do. It's been quite the show. A lot of stuff's happened, so nothing can stop this little boy from recapping the day. The Chris's Cliff's Notes way. So Scott started off the podcast telling us that he did something that he hasn't done in seven years. And I know, I know, you think the joke I was going to make is, oh, congrats on the sex, Scott. 
Uh, but we all know what he was talking about. Uh, it was being able to see his penis again. So thank you, Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still too fat for that. Scott then went on to brag about doing dishes at his house. It turns out he has a dishwasher. He doesn't even get his hands wet. It's like saying your grandfather died in World War II, so you should feel bad for them. <laughs> then you found out he died falling off a watchtower at a concentration camp. Oh. <laughs> wow. Can't feel bad for that guy. No, I can't feel bad. So anyway, I, did, I was at Scott's house one time, and I couldn't for the life of me find the dishwasher. It turns out he does have a dishwasher. His name is Jose. it's pedro from south of the border's cousin scott had trouble picking a vegetable to cook for dinner he didn't pick broccoli because the only way he knows how to cook it is to microwave it and thank goodness because standing near that thing is horrible for your penis and yours barely works as it is (laughs) scott had such a problem with cooking green beans the other day because there was quote too many of them i'm so angry about that Scott, they're fucking vegetables, not minorities. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? Wow. Okay. No, I get go, don't get so angry about it, man. <laughs> and lastly, Mary talked about how a woman murdered someone, then got naked and climbed a tree to try to distract them from the whole murder thing. Mary, you should try that next time when the do- doctor asks you if you gave up drinking. <laughs> 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 and those are my questions. It's been quite the show, a lot of stuff's happened, so nothing can stop this little boy from recapping the day, the Chris is Cliff's Notes way. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you very much. One little song of inspiration is at the heart of all creation, right at the start of everything that's new. One little song amongst of Hey, it's Alex from Diz His. You know me, you know Joe, you definitely know Chris, and you know Jen. Well, we're the host of Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Every week we take one Disney subject and go over the history, as well as our insight on the subject. We talk about other Disney topics, as well as what's new in the news. You can find us on all podcast platforms, or go to our website, dizhiz.com. That's D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. And we're on all social media at Dizhiz65. Chris, what do you got coming up on Dizhiz this week? Uh, it was a tough week for me, Scott. I, I, don't, I don't mean to get into my feelings on this segment because I know it's about, you know, what we did on Dizhiz and sponsored by Nick from Sampire Vacations and stuff like that. But I, I didn't get a package from Nick this week. You did not? No, I don't know if it's something I said. It's something I did. Did we upset him on the after dark? I don't know. It will, he did send me stuff, just not physical things he sent me. I assume he is still traveling because he sent me um, a few things. He did send me some boobies, about pictures of boobies. Um, he did send me, what? He's, listen, he's gay, but he can still send me pictures of boobies. Yeah, he did say understand. last week they, listen, that gay people like boobs. Them, right? Yeah. Uh, yo, he did send me a picture of, this was, I've never seen one of these. Send me a picture of a horned screamer. You ever see a horned screamer, Scott? Uh, isn't that the mascot for Texas Christian University? Mm, well, it's a should be a mascot for something, but something I can't talk about. That thing's crazy looking. He sent me a picture of uh, he actually this is his own. It's a goat sucker. Oh, you ever you ever yes, it's very a, impressive. Tom Brady's He's wife? very impressive. <laughs> He's very well ex wife. Yeah, yeah, sad too soon. Tom Brady's girlfriend. Um, uh, yeah, so he's got a very impressive looking goat sucker. I I if I could have one of those in my house, I'd love to have a goat sucker in my house. That thing's just like I mean impressive looking um 
he did send me a uh, picture of a cock of the rock. You ever oh. see, you, you ever, yeah, cock of the rock. You ever, cock, you ever seen one of those? The Scott? No, cock of the rock. Cock very, of the very rock. different. Yeah, cock of the rock. Cock and of the lastly, rock. lastly, lastly, this like, was the biggest. Is that like peepaw of the reedies? No, not really. But I'll explain. Um, the, lastly, lastly, um, he did send me a. Uh, this was. <laughs> I thought the horn screamer was was impressive. He owns massive woodcock, and I like listen. When I go to visit Nick, I can't wait to hold that thing because <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm thinking like, man, how much does this thing weigh? I mean, listen, I love birds, but I've never seen any of these birds before. And Nick just gets when he goes around the country visiting all these different places, just takes pictures of all these birds and just sends them my way. Oh. Didn't know he was a bird watcher like that, but uh. Apparently he's like a, he's just like a, that's one of his main hobbies is just bird watching. And he oh. just sent me all these pictures of, uh, and lastly, he sent me a picture of a cardinal. <laughs> the spring is coming guys. Right. <laughs> spring is coming. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> and if you want to explore the country and find uh, woodcocks and cock of the rocks and horn screamers, you can too, by reaching out to sandpipervacations.com. Go request a free quote. I said free quote. Tell them the new friends podcast sent you, first of all. And uh and Nick will plan your vacation for you. And he'll plan one way better than you can, trust me, because I've tried a lot. And I get yelled at every time. Not anymore, because now Nick plans it for me. And Nick never gets yelled at because he plans perfect vacations. Sandpipervacations.com. And shout out to Ryan for sending me that idea. So <laughs> this week on Diz His, it's our two hundredth episode. It's their two hundredth episode. It's your tenth. And uh, it's mine by association. Right, right, right. Yeah, I can't wait for my two other episode in a couple of years. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. So we, uh, we actually just do a Q&A. We talk about um, how, how, how we all met, how you the know, podcast I'm, started. I'm a little bit disappointed. This is not like Joe and the rest of the gang it does his to copy something that we've done. We just did a Q&A, so now they do a Q&A. <laughs> I mean, come on, get original ideas. It's actually, it actually can be looked at as a hate crime because they didn't incorporate uh, Q&A oh into God. it. No. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. So that's their, you're right. That's their, that, that, listen, that's their 200 episodes, not mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so it's a, it's a fun episode. Um, Nick from Sandpiper actually comes on and, um, oh, nice. Talks about vacationing because, uh, spoiler, he goes on a lot of vacation. Yes, he does. Uh, he talks about the, uh, deals you can get, talks about where he's headed, where he has came from, a lot of cool stuff. So that's this week on Diz His. And you know what? Going into the episode, I was like, oh, man, I don't know how we're going to make this work. It was a really, really nice episode. It was really oh, cool good. to just kind of celebrate the 200. Yeah, just being, you know, how we became friends and stuff like that. It's kind of like the his on Diz His, which is pretty neat. Very cool. You can check out Diz His. Just uh, check out their social media. Diz His 65 on all social media. That's DizHis.com. Uh, there's some other great podcasts that we want to tell you about. As always, we've got Ashes to Awesome. Which I got to tell you, uh, I'm hooked on this podcast. Uh, Chuck is going to be on our next episode of After Dark. He's got such an interesting story. And you know what? It's not just for people who uh, suffer from the disease of addiction or have a loved one uh, who's gone through addiction. It is for everybody. And I highly encourage you to check out one of his Memorial Mondays and you will be hooked. So check that out. Ashes to Awesome. Also, Don't Wreck Yourself, where Ryan brings up news stories that are wrecking the internet and kind of calls... It, it, he uses some big words in the description, but pretty much calling out the BS that is 
the internet. And then, of course, the Black Lincoln Collective podcast, where Parker and his buddies kind of get together and do some random uh, random stuff, just like we do. Where You know, they're really funny. Uh, Mary, what do you have? A mental health moment with Dr. Edward Severo. You find that on Spotify, and he gives good advice. Just, you know, the, the production of Mentally Stable <laughs> Daughter didn't really happen, but that's okay. I'm doing my merry best. Chris, what podcast do you recommend? Studio 21, the baseball podcast, where Big Country and Sea Money. Oh, guess what? I'm excited because it's opening days tomorrow. So if you're into baseball, check that out. Then we have Big Beautiful Biz. You can find him over on YouTube. He just interviewed the drummer from his other band, but you also might have heard of Black Sabbath. Uh, drummer of Black Sabbath. Pretty cool. Hmm. Um, that's, his, that's Dane. He runs a really great YouTube channel. And lastly, we have... Remy from Remy's Roundtable. We got Remy's Roundtable, the Florida theme park podcast and birthday game podcast. Sarah, what do you got? The Nerd Archive podcast, where my lovely husband and his co-hosts, they're talking about um, episode three and four of The Mandalorian. So I know we've been keeping up with it every week, excitedly waiting for it. So they're going to be breaking that down on all podcast platforms. Awesome. You can connect with us, nonewfriendspodcast.com. All of our social media links are right there. Join our clubhouse. Check out our sweet merchandise. Don't forget to check out NNF After Dark. That's every Wednesday night. On behalf of Gay, Game Master Ryan, Don't Wreck Yourself Ryan, our producer Alex, Sarah, Chris, Mary, I'm Scott. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Bye.